Let's turn to the book of Colossians. The book of Colossians. We're skipping over Philippians for now because Colossians is very similar to Ephesians. Colossians chapter 1. And we'll read verses 1 through 29, the whole chapter. So Colossians chapter 1, verse 1, these are God's words. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timotheus, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ which are at Colossae, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which ye have to all the saints, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof we heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is come unto you as it is in all the world, and bringeth forth fruit as it doth also in you since the day ye heard of it, and knew the grace of God in truth. As ye also learned of Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of His will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to His glorious power, unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by Him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by Him and for Him. And He is before all things, and by Him all things consist. And He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in Him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of His cross, by Him to reconcile all things unto Himself. By Him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. And you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath He reconciled in the body of His flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in His sight. If ye continue in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made 
a minister who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, whereunto I also labor, striving according to His working, which worketh in me mightily. Those are God's words. And here is, uh, again, the next letter of Paul, very similar to the letter to the church in Ephesus in the doctrines he brings out and teachings he brings. And you can see as well, maybe from the reading, how he wrote very long sentences, which seem to be like run-on sentences for us. But they're all connected because the doctrines of Jesus Christ are connected so that they cannot be separated. And it begins, this letter begins with the standard greeting and thanksgiving section through verse 8 that Paul has in almost all of his letters, thanking uh, the Lord for the church's faith and their love and their hope. And then through verse 11, he lays out uh, his prayer, just like he. Uh, prayed for the church in Ephesus in the first chapter. So he does here. He lays out his prayer for the church that they would grow in knowledge and fruitfulness and strength. And then the uh, through uh, verse 12 to the end of the chapter, the most uh, the largest section in this chapter, uh, Paul's declaring the many doctrines through his prayer uh, for them, the doctrines of the Holy Spirit of the Redeemer, of His Jesus Christ's work of redemption and the preaching of the Gospel. And so here we are reminded to look to, the, to Jesus Christ, the Redeemer, to be delivered from the power of darkness that we all might have forgiveness of our sins through His blood. Let's pray. Our Father, we're thankful for Your Word. We do plead that You would teach us Your ways. Teach us the doctrines of Your holy faith that You have granted to us in Christ Your Son by Your grace. Father, we plead that You would turn our hearts from our sinfulness there are any here who are in bondage to sin, slavery to sin, Father, we pray that You would redeem them out of slavery as You redeemed Israel out of the house of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. And uh, Father, grant to us, each one, saving faith. That justifying faith and saving faith. We heard this morning that produces good works that produces fruit. 
Father, in the many circumstances we are in life, Father, we ask that You would grant wisdom. Father, there are many decisions that we must make each day as families, as individuals. We heard about this morning the spiritual ones, and yet there's many other decisions we need to make as well. Decisions about spouses, who to marry, and work situations, and how... Our families ought to function according to Your Word. and Father, we pray that You would be with especially the husbands to be faithful, to put before their families Your Word and family worship. As well, Father, we ask that You would be with them to lead well their families, to turn and not allow evil and wickedness in the home. And that you would work with the help meet, the, the wives that you've granted as well, to see that this is done uh, in accordance with your word. And uh, Father, we pray that your name and all of it would be praised. Our children would praise you if it would be your will. For those who have gone off, who have apostatized, who have been shown by their fruits to be covenant breakers. We pray that You would turn them back to You. Just as You turned Israel, Judah, back to You after the exile. We ask that You would turn them back to You. For they've exiled themselves from the church of Jesus Christ. And Father, we pray that You would grant them heartache and trouble and uh, the knowledge that Salvation and blessing and happiness and satisfaction only come in turning to Jesus Christ and returning to His bride, the body of the church, of which He is King and head over. Father, we ask that You would watch over our people, many not here this evening. And uh, Father, we pray that You would uh, convict them of their need to be here. We're thankful this morning John Dang worshipped with us. We pray that you would convict him and give him the strength to to worship morning and evening on the Lord's Day and bring his family, lead his family well. Pray that you would be with Phil and strengthen him, give him rest in his body, but strength to be here even when He works six days a week. Father, we ask that You would grant to each one of us when we, uh, of course, generally want to be here, but when we don't want to be here, when we're not feeling well, we pray that You would grant us the diligence, the fortitude, the strength, even the faith to be here, to worship You, knowing that it is and coming to You before Your throne in which we will be blessed. It is the means of grace that You have granted to us in the worship, the Word, sacraments, and prayer that will grow us in Christ, Your Son, in faith and as one body growing together in unity. And so, Father, we ask that You would bring that about. Strengthen each one of us. 
to serve you and worship you. Father, we knew we do thank you for providing this building for us to worship in. We're thankful that it has air conditioning and heat and shelter. We're thankful that you have granted to the congregation here in Southview the desire to help. And my Father, we're thankful for their service to you. Pray that you would bless them, grant them an increase in knowledge and love for you. And that's what we pray for ourselves. Turn us from our sins and turn us unto you. Father, we pray for our presbytery. We have a presbytery meeting at the end of October. And there are decisions being made now, reports from committees and commissions that are being made now that will be brought before the presbytery. And so we pray that you would be with all those who are making those decisions and recommendations for the presbytery. We pray that they would be, even now, biblical, godly, for the expansion of your kingdom without holding back, without uh, fearing man. Father, there are, there are discipline issues that are coming before the presbytery as well. We pray that you would grant the presbytery wisdom in how to handle and in handling those uh, a complaint and an appeal. Father, we ask as well that you would provide ministers for the congregations in San Antonio and Houston. We know the congregation in Washington had a congregational meeting to call a pastor. We don't know if they did or not, but we do pray that you would call a pastor there. And uh, we're thankful for the call and acceptance of the call to the Springs Church for Ed Blackwood. We ask that you would make him to be faithful, zealous for the gospel, uh, standing upon the truth and not fearing man. And Father, we pray that for all our churches. And so, strengthen our presbytery. Reform it where there is sin, where there is idolatry. Turn it, uh, turn our presbytery, turn all the churches in the presbytery to You from our sins. We pray the same for our denomination. And You would turn us from such wickedness that there might be amongst us. We pray for the study committees that are studying uh, women deacons, and they're studying exclusive psalmody and abortion. And these things, we pray that you would work them according to your will alone, that we would follow after you alone, not what is um, a compromised position for all the churches, not what uh, would be. Uh, the, the less harsh position, but whatever Your Word says, we pray that we would determine that. And so grant wisdom to those on those committees. Grant wisdom to the Synod that the, gathers next year. Even now we pray for that. We pray that You would grant Your will to be done. Because all that happens there affects us here in the church and the congregation here. I we pray again for Sheila, 
I pray for Graciela and uh, any others who might not be feeling well. We ask that you would strengthen their bodies. Know that those who were sick uh, in the past week, we're thankful that you are healing them. We give you all praise for you're the God who heals. And uh, you heal at the right time, the perfect time. And Father, we just sang in uh, Psalm 47 how even the princes, how even the princes of this world on the earth will worship you. And we long to see that. And all nations turning to Christ and covenanting with Him. And so we pray that you would bring that about at the perfect time. Even this nation, which is so wicked. So entrenched in evil, turn it, turn this nation from its wickedness to you and Christ your Son, that they would bow the knee to you. And this we acknowledge can never be done by the, the ways of man. It's not going to happen by voting. It's not going to happen by um, protesting. It will happen by Your sovereign hand of working in the church to proclaim the glorious good news of Jesus Christ and many sinners repenting and turning to Christ, Your Son. We know that is the way. And so we pray that we would not put our hope or our faith in princes, but in You alone. And in all these things we pray in Christ's name. Amen.